What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 93 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a creepy case that I'm, to be honest, surprised I didn't cover earlier. It's been on my radar. A couple people sent me links to this one two years ago when it was all fresh and new. And now that the dust has settled, I'm ready to get jiggy with it, as the kids would say. I couldn't find the listeners, unfortunately, to give them a proper shout-out for the idea. Sorry for that. Their messages are buried somewhere in my thousands of emails. Yeah, that's right. I'm a pretty popular guy. Anyways, it's strange, it's scary, it's funny, it's sad, it's pathetic. It's right up our alley. And I think you true crime dudes and dudettes who enjoy the crazier stuff will really enjoy it too. It's a tad darker than the usual content. Can't wait to crack this nut open. Pun intended. But before we do that, I don't ask often since I hit that elusive 1,000 review mark over on Apple Podcasts, but it's still important to get those five-star reviews in there, or so I hear, just to get noticed and to show I'm still relevant. So please, if you haven't yet, take a couple minutes out of your busy schedule to smash that review button and give your boy five stars. You don't have to write an essay, just tell the world how wonderful I am. I would greatly appreciate it, especially while I'm sitting on the toilet. really feels nice. Charlie Girl from Great Britain just said, new and refreshing. Hi, I am a newbie to this podcast and a true crime buff, and I have already binged a few episodes. That's how brilliant this podcast is. Thank you for doing something different than the usual doom and gloom that crime can be. Thanks so much, Charlie Girl. See, it's easy as that, and it goes a long way. Let's get a dick joke in, then move on with the show, shall we? You know we like to keep it classy over here. So, a man walks into a library and says to the librarian, Do you have that book for men with small penises? 
The librarian looks on her computer and says, I don't know if it's in yet. The man replies, Yeah, yeah, that's the one. All right, everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home with all your body parts intact. Episode number 93, The Creepy Cannibalistic Castration Cabin. After my wife gave birth to our second boy, shout out to Lando, it wasn't long before she booked a consultation for my vasectomy. And about six months later, the doctor was going to town on my genitals. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. But they numbed me up, down there, and besides some poking, pulling, and prodding, I didn't feel much. And the whole ordeal only took about a half hour. I was awake the whole time, even drove myself home afterwards, threw a bag of frozen peas on my swollen members, took it easy for about a week, and that was that. It all took place in a sterile environment and was performed by professionals. When someone is slicing you open, especially the crown jewels, that is definitely the ideal situation. I mean, you wouldn't want it done by amateurs, dudes who dabble and do this as a hobby. Seeking the services of a couple slime balls in a cabin with a camera and no credentials <laughs> would be crazy, <laughs> right? Okay. Normally I start off the story with a brief description of where it's going to take place, set the stage for the upcoming events. Not this time. We'll get to the scene of the crime eventually, but for now, let's travel back to October of 2020. I need to get you acquainted with a couple of strange strangers. We have 53-year-old Bob Lee Allen. He seems to be the brains of the operations. Then we have his husband, 42-year-old Thomas Evans Gates III. Bob and Thomas are newlyweds, having tied the knot in September of 2020, just a month earlier. And these guys are living somewhere in Dallas, Texas. It's hard to verify some details about Bob as he seems to talk a lot of shit, but I did see a LinkedIn photo of him looking much younger and more clean-cut, and he called himself an architect. Did that have a hinted meaning? I don't know. Was it even his official job, or did he just build a cabin out in the woods one time? Not too sure, but it kind of sounds made up. Photos of these gentlemen paint the picture of a happy couple. Bob is the shorter of the two, standing at 5 feet 8 inches tall. He's bald up top, but has some shaggy white hair at the sides, a scruffy white beard, and those dead eyes. Man, those dead eyes. One look at him and you're already thinking, something ain't quite right with this guy. Then we have Thomas. He has black hair and a black beard with a little gray creeping in. Black rimmed glasses. He's about six feet tall. Definitely the handsomer of the two. There's a couple of fun Christmas photos I saw. They're wearing some sweet Christmas suits. Bob's is red, very flashy with different Christmas lights on it. Matching red pants too. And Thomas's is green with a matching tie. It's like a Christmas tree with ornaments all over it. It's excellent. 
My descriptions are not doing these suits justice. They really are a sight to behold. And the men are grinning ear to ear, Bob snuggling into Tom's arms. Like I said, real happy looking couple. But don't let your guard down around these two, because next thing you know, they'll have your genitals in a plastic bag in their freezer while you're bleeding out on the dining room table. (laughs) Foreshadowing. Moving on. Not quite sure what these guys do for a living, besides Bob claiming to be an architect a while back, working for Vandalay Industries, no doubt. But I do know one of their revenue streams, which I'll get to later. They have a couple of properties, so they seem to be doing okay. Although that didn't stop Bob from filing for bankruptcy a year earlier in 2019. In that filing, this is interesting. Do you guys know what tithing means? I didn't. According to RamseySolutions.com, a tithe is a portion, 10% of your income given as an offering to your local church. Fun fact. The word tithe literally means tenth in Hebrew. So Bob claims he was giving 10% of his income, that was $267 a month, to the Oratory of Mystical Sacraments. Say what? I just thought of this doing the math there. I guess he makes $2,670 a month. So not really rich and, um, you know, not shaming him for that or anything. But those aren't architect type numbers, if you catch my drift. We're not going to go too far down this rabbit hole, uh, but I did visit oratoryofmysticalsacraments.org, and they say, The Oratory of Mystical Sacraments, or OMS for short, is an all-encompassing religious organization that respects, values, and draws upon the ethical, religious, mystical, and spiritual arts and wisdom of any and all of Earth's peoples, developed or practiced at any point throughout mankind's existence. Jesus, this is a mouthful. And has a nationwide network of members successfully exercising their rights to religious freedom and the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness as they pertain to sacraments. The sacraments OMS offers will help advance the human experience to one more suitable for all. And though they are not the only piece to that puzzle, they are indisputably an essential piece. It goes on to talk about some psychedelics and other stuff. If you're interested in joining this cult, sorry, I mean religion, or just learning more about it, I'll put a link in the show notes with my other sources. It's kind of cool. And while I don't agree with some of the stuff Bob and Thomas are going to do, they certainly live a different type of lifestyle. And no one can accuse them of being boring. Okay, so you met Bob and Thomas, and now we are going to join another man who kept his name out of the papers. For story flow's sake, let's call him Dick. Dick is a 28-year-old man from Virginia, and Dick is on his computer, surfing the web, searching info on castrations, eunuchs, stuff like that as one does, and he comes across this website that has since been taken down. You have to register to join, and once he registers, a welcome note pops up from the eunuch maker and the EM crew. I sort of knew what a eunuch was, but not really. First of all, eunuch is spelled E-U-N-U-C-H. Britannica.com describes a eunuch as a castrated human male. Eunuchs were employed to serve in two main functions, as guards and servants in harems or other women's quarters, and as chamberlains to kings. Eunuchs were considered the most suitable guards for the many wives or concubines a ruler might have in his palace. And the eunuchs' confidential position in the harems of princes frequently enabled them to exercise an important influence 
over their royal masters, and even to raise themselves to stations of great trust and power. Some rose to become bodyguards, confidential advisors, and even ministers, generals, and admirals. Most eunuchs underwent castration as a condition of their employment, though others were castrated as a punishment, or after they had been sold by poor parents. Yeah, sounds like a punishment to me, but hey, to each their own. And no wonder these kings trusted the eunuchs around their wives and lovers. They knew these guys didn't have the balls to sleep with their ladies. <laughs> Literally, am I right? Ugh, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, grow up, Leroy. Anyway, Dick signs up for this thing, and he gets in contact with a man. And they're chatting it up, back and forth, and it all happens pretty fast. Next thing you know, Dick is taking a plane to Dallas. And that's when he's picked up by a couple of men who are going to perform this castration procedure on him, free of charge. I think you see where this is headed. The men who pick up Dick are our boys, Bob, and his partner in life and crime, Thomas. So they make the long journey from the airport to southeast Oklahoma. They're going way out there to a spot just outside of Worcester. Worcester is a small town in LaFleur County with a population of just over 1,100 people according to the 2010 census. Worcester is known for some good fishing, bass, catfish, and crappie out there, along with swimming, water skiing, outdoor activities of that nature. And of course, camping and cabin rentals. And that is actually what they're doing is going to a cabin Bob has out there. I mentioned I knew one of the ways Bob makes his money. And no, it's not from performing castrations. That's just a fun hobby of his. He'll do that shit for free. See, I'm talking about his cabin. He rents it out quite frequently. Not through Airbnb, though. Something similar called Mr. B&B. Let's get a brief description from their site here. They say, Experience a more welcoming world with Mr. B&B. Search over 1 million listings from private rooms to LGBTQ-friendly hotels in 200 countries. Mr. B&B helps you create the perfect gaycation. Book cozy apartments, private rooms, friendly gay B&Bs, beautiful villas, and find competitively priced hotel accommodations. You can even host LGBTQ travelers and earn extra income, all while enjoying the comfort and security of knowing that you are traveling with like-minded individuals. Sweet. You can even rent creepy cabins in remote locations, such as Bob's. Oh man, this is a treat. Uh, we have a listing here for the cabin that was on the Mr. B&B site. I believe it could be rented for just 45 bucks a night. Not bad. Bob called it Bob's Weekend Wonders Mountain Retreat. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, let's see the listing here. Private room, designated bathroom, shared living area, 700 square foot cabin in the woods, theater and living room, outdoor sound system, Working on a 6x8 sauna. We got 22 acres of woods to explore. Hunting, wild boar year-round, deer and turkey in season, with proper tags. This includes breakfast, packed lunch, and some adult beverages. Specifics will be discussed when booking. If you have special requests, we can typically accommodate. Okay, now Bob talks about the space. Bunk room has four twin beds. There is a queen futon in the living room. Living room slash kitchen slash dining slash theater has a 100-inch projector screen. Powerful sound system. Outside has a sound system too. 
that can be listened to on the entire 22 acres. They got flag-marked trails through the woods so you won't get lost. Smoker, grill, slash fire pit, hot tub. They got a sauna in progress. Covered front porch. You can do a little sunbathing on the back porch. Clothing optional, except where visible by neighbors. (laughs) On the northeast corner. Yeah, Bob, I'm sure they appreciate all these naked dudes outside. Guest access. Everything except the master bedroom. Do not go in the master bedroom. The guest room is lockable and has its own access. Other things to note, shoes are required outside. The ground is very rocky. And if you can see the neighbor's truck, you need to at least throw on a towel. (laughs) Believe me, Bob knows from experience. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, that was great. Now, a lot of the info that comes next is from the police affidavit and information Dick gave in court. All right, so they're driving along, and when they finally get to the cabin on October 12th, they lay out a sheet on a makeshift table in the living room. Bob assures Dick he has nothing to worry about. He has 15 years performing these types of surgeries. Bob then injected Dick in the proper areas and started working. Dick was uncomfortably numb, but awake for the entire surgery, which took about two hours. Thomas was the assistant. He passed Bob all the necessary tools. Yeah, I can just see it now. Bob goes, scalpel. Thomas hands it to him. That's about it. I don't know what other tools he even had. Well, I guess he injected him with some, uh, some hard drugs there. Anyway, Bob told him he'd be videotaping the entire procedure for personal use. Ugh, what does that mean? I feel sorry for Dick here. Bob and Thomas, I'm sure, were quite nice to him up to this point, but Bob's about to say some real creepy shit. Terrifying stuff you probably don't want to hear as you're laid out on a table, numb from the waist down as a man you barely know is holding a scalpel right in front of you. But come on, dude, there were lots of red flags along the way here. Oh, this is a great idea. How about I fly out to get my genitals removed by a man with no medical degree who calls himself the eunuch maker? I'll get it done in his remote cabin out in the woods where no one else knows where I am. What could possibly go wrong? Once Dick is in this vulnerable position, 
Bob starts telling him he has a rule. No morgue, no ER. So that's reassuring. He didn't mean that problems never occur, just that if they did, they ain't taking him to the hospital or the morgue. You know what I'm saying? They said if he passed out or died, they'd just bury him somewhere in the woods. Then Bob chuckles and tells him about the time he worked on someone that was crazy, and that he left the man opened up to die overnight. (laughs) Bob then informed him that he had a freezer with body parts and showed him pictures on his phone. Just what you want to see from your surgeon. Imagine being in the middle of surgery and he whips out his cell phone and starts showing you pics of body parts from his freezer. Yeah, cool man. When the procedure was finally done, Bob told Dick that he was going to consume his penis and testicles and laughed. (laughs) And said he was a cannibal. Good one, Bob. It's hard to tell if he's serious or just has a twisted sense of humor. My guess is both. He probably ate a few body parts in the past. At least tried them out. Not sure if he enjoyed them. But I don't think he ever killed anyone. At least no bodies were ever found on the premises. Back to Dick, he was uh, bleeding quite a bit from the surgery. Like he was still bleeding the next day. Slowly, but it wasn't stopping. Bob decided to break his so-called rule of no hospital and take him to McAllister Regional Health Center. He dumped him off there, but not before threatening the poor guy to say that he performed the surgery on himself. Dick staggers into the hospital on October 13th and was helped out by the horrified staff. And thankfully he survived. Dick told them the truth about these strange men from the cabin, adding details about how they also tried to convince him to participate in cannibalistic behavior. The staff got police involved, and through information from Dick, uh, they were actually able to locate the cabin, and Bob and Thomas were apprehended on October 15th. A search of the cabin was interesting. They found what appeared to be Dick's testicles in a bag in the deep freeze. Couldn't locate Dick's dick, though. I'm assuming the boys ate it, but that was never confirmed. They also found a six-foot-tall medicine cabinet full of various medications, medical utensils, magic mushrooms, and pill bottles, a cartery tool with blood on it, and xylocaine. Sheriff Rodney Derryberry, yeah, that's his name. Ah, man, he's quite the wordsmith. I love this. He says, quote, I can't say it's cult activity. It is something that we have never, in my career, run across in this part of the country. It is borderline, some type of activity. We know there's a lot of rumors out there, but at this time, there's no danger to the public. End quote. It is borderline, some type of activity. Nailed it. Obviously, Bob and Thomas were charged uh, with quite a few crimes here. According to the Oklahoman, they said, In the castration, they face felony counts of conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, performing unlicensed surgery, maiming, and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. They also faced one felony and two misdemeanor drug-related counts based on the search of their residence. Bail for each of them was set at a whopping $295,000. Both men avoided trials and struck plea deals. Thomas Evans Gates III the helper, who had significantly less blood on his hands than his partner, literally, pled guilty to just three misdemeanors. The prosecutors dismissed the three felony counts in exchange for his testimony against his husband. Yep, he turned on his man to save his own ass. I'd probably do it too. This was on August 4th, 2021. Thomas was given credit for time served and released immediately. He owed a little more than $2,000 in fines and fees, but other than that, freedom, baby. 
Bob, on the other hand, was not so lucky. He was sentenced to 12 years in prison. He pleaded no contest to conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, practicing medicine without a license, and attempted distribution of a psychedelic mushroom. Those were all felonies. He also pled no contest to a misdemeanor drug count and not disposing of those testicles in a proper manner. The prosecutors agreed to drop a felony maiming count and a couple misdemeanors in exchange for his guilty plea. If convicted of the maiming, he would have likely gotten life in prison. Bob wanted a trial, but he agreed to this plea deal because he figured he would lose if he fought it. Bob was also fined $5,000 in fines and fees, but whatever. It's the 12 years in prison and the testimony from his husband that likely hurt him the most. Crazy stuff. It's unknown how many surgeries Bob actually performed. I mean, this couldn't have been his first. He was pretty good at it, considering he had no formal training. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I like Bob. In researching this, I couldn't help myself. I just kept thinking, man, what a life. This guy's really living. He's neat. You know that uh, Dos Equis guy from the beer commercials, that Mexican beer? The handsome old dude, they call him the most interesting man in the world. Well, you know what? I think he's got some competition. And his name is Bob Lee Allen. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 93, The Creepy Cannibalistic Castration Cabin. Like I said, definitely one of our creepier episodes for sure. And who knew castrations and eunuchs and all that were so popular even these days? As I wrote this, I saw a man in the UK known as the eunuch maker has just been arrested. He performed dozens of these castrations from his flat, filmed them too. Seems to be some type of cult thing. I looked up eunuch maker hoping to find more dirt on Bob and that popped up from February 7th this year. Like literally it was the same day it came out. Super fresh news. So, Bob isn't the only case. Maybe maybe I'll look into that one later. But yeah, it really makes you think. Why aren't these guys getting this done by a real doctor? Is there a lot of red tape involved in getting castrated? Is it too expensive? I don't know. But it seems a little risque to get it done by, you know, someone who's not a doctor. It's wild. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Right on key. Uh, This one comes in from a listener named Dustin. And he said, Hey, Leroy, just listen to the Menstrual Monstrosities episode. Stellar, as always. And thought of this anecdote right away. I was in grade 8 on Vancouver Island, where it is a mild temperature most of the year. The old heaters that ran the length of one wall of the classroom kicked in. And this was in February-ish. And there was just a horrible stench that lingered for days. Apparently a girl that sat by herself in the back corner had been removing her used tampons in class and stuffing them into the heaters since September. Damn, that's like six cycles worth of periods. He says, I don't recall what the investigation process was, but I will never forget that smell. (laughs) Oh man, that is nasty. My wife warned me never to talk about her periods on the show uh, after that episode. Hopefully she doesn't hear this, but but I told Dustin I've smelt her old ones in the garbage before (laughs) and can't imagine what 50 of them would smell like. 
especially after being cooked by a heater. Ugh. Dustin said he still has post-traumatic smell disorder. No doubt. I wonder if the girl confessed or maybe they caught her through DNA testing on them old tampons. It's interesting. I hope she's doing okay. I actually got quite a bit of feedback from that period episode. Positive stuff too, and and mostly from ladies, which was quite nice. I thought it could have went, you know, the other direction, so thanks guys. Alright, excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. Send me your stories, and like my boy Dustin, you could have yours played on the air. This has been fun, but I gotta get out of here. So you know the routine. Join my Patreon, there's a link in the show notes. Review the show if you like it. Subscribe to the show so you get every episode in your ears immediately after it's posted. That also really helps out. Uh, Tell a friend, tell an enemy. Let's spread this show far and wide. And last but not least, have a great week. And I'll meet you back here in another 10 days where I'll happily serve you up a hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace! mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.